All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hangout Talks. As we mentioned before, this is almost like a reunion season six. It's pretty funny when we say reunion, but uh, we're bringing back a lot of our special guests. And, you know, as, as this season went on and as we're thinking about it during last season, mental health became a big a big thing, a big issue, and it's always been. It's not just like all of a sudden now is a big thing. It's always there for the people that just going through it. So we brought back Amelia. And if you're not familiar with Amelia, she's from Creative Mind Habits. Go back to season three, episode 31, where it's titled Left Her Sable 9 to 5 to Start a New Life on the Other Side of the World. Yes, season three, and we're in season six. So that's a... Uh, it's quite some time to back, right? That's why we say reunion. Mm. Like, there's a lot of time that went by, a lot of things. Everybody went on and did a lot of stuff during their entrepreneurship journey, or even the nine to five, or any of in between. Uh, so, love to hear different perspective. And uh, in that episode, she went over the best organizational methods to get things done and how to leave financial security for happiness, and so much more in that episode. So, go back and check that out if you want to segue into this too, or Listen to this and go back. Either way. And without further ado, let's uh hey Amelia, how are you? Hey, yeah, I'm good. Hey, hey. you go. Uh, how are you guys doing? Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're good. Uh, I I know so for everybody, Amelia's in Korea right now. So we're Peter and I, we're in Denver and uh right now it's morning, so we're having our coffee. Amelia just came back from a long day mm. and it's a uh, 11 p.m. if I'm not mistaken over there. It's um 1108. 1108. You know, um, I never used to drink chamomile tea. I didn't like the taste or the smell, but recently I've been drinking a lot of that. So especially because yeah. awesome. um, I don't really, I don't really chat online to many people in Korea. Most of the people I chat mm. to, they're abroad, they're in the U.S. or the U.K. or um, back mm. home in Africa. So I'm always chatting to people at really late hours of the night, you know, or mm chat to them early in the morning so, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah i'm pretty good i'm actually so excited to speak to you guys you know it's been it's been like at least a year i think since we last um chatted mm -hmm. and yeah you know our chat the last time was so cool so it gave me a lot to think about and i'm so glad to be back now to see where we are, how we're tracking, and it feels like a reunion. It definitely does. So, <laughs> it does. Yeah, that's it true. Does. It's a reunion. It does. <laughs> and uh, from the last time we spoke, uh, I know we spoke all individually too as well. It's not just uh, on just mm -hmm. specifically on Hangout Talks, but uh, I know you mentioned you're going back to your master's. So you're balancing through that right now as we're really, like, towards the end of the, our podcast season, it's like towards that, you know, transitional phase, uh, like, you're going through your master's right now and like how's that juggling act like there's a you have your own business to run you have your other um teaching job and then now your master's yeah you know what it's a lot actually it's a lot so uh, i've really had to manage my time because i've had to put like strict stricter timelines on things you know but um the the first part is that i have my 
my job, which I teach. And then I also run Creative Mind Habits and do a lot of creative work as like an agency, like a media production kind of agency. So it produces media. So I have to do a lot of that. And then also currently studying the master's. So now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. So um, the first three months of this year was pretty, pretty hectic, actually. I was just trying to find the balance, you know, everything was everywhere. So I had to like make these strict timelines of how to do stuff. So like, I had to start waking up earlier. So 5, 5 a.m. in the morning, wake up and then just like hit the gym or do a run so you can like really get energized for the day. So like I've just been coping with the schedule, you know, I think managing everything, using a schedule and sticking to timelines, alarms <laughs> and Somehow, I, I don't always get it right, you know. There's some days <laughs> everything, like, I'm missing the boat on many things. <laughs> but there's some days where everything works out great. But I feel like it's yeah. kind of been, like, up and down. It's like a roller coaster this last few months because it was only recently that I started. So, yeah, you know, I, I'm coping well. I think having a support structure, friends that understand, not having people that rely on you too much for things um, is really good. And having that close-knit group of people that you really trust has been pretty, pretty awesome. And, yeah, it's made me realize how much time I actually had and how much time I was wasting um, just doing all these things because I wanted to see, like, what is important to me and so I refined it down to these three core areas like just having getting my master's degree I felt that was like super important and then also my business because it's something that I like that kind of fuels doing everything else and that yeah. also helps to like travel if you need to go hiking <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> now you brought on a good point is is we have a lot of time just oh yeah, depending how we use it. We definitely do. We definitely do. And I'm glad to hear that you're running again because I remember worth talking on a stuff. Like, I think it was on one of my stories. You you commented. You're like, oh, like it's like yeah, that's awesome. You're running. I'm glad that you're actually you're in the mood now, which is awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. You know, I really was so inspired by that, Peter. Mm -hmm. I would see your stories and I, I just feel like the sense of like FOMO. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was inspiring to me. So it actually pushed me to say, okay, I just need to wake up and do it. And you know what? I was starting to yeah. run every day and it's really cool. So I think, you know, you never know who you're inspiring by climbing up rocks or sharing those videos. So that was like one yeah. of the inspirations for me, actually. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad to, to hear that I'm inspired. Give like inspiration. You know, like the journey you are now, especially, you know, has a lot you know, we, we kinda of mentioned that it has a lot to do with mental health, right? And how do you, you know, balance out that roller coaster, the ups and the downs, you know, or you see uh, what they're going through. Like for you, like how do you like how do you cope mentally, health wise? Like what do you do for yourself? So you're if you're on that roller coaster, you're not, you're not just declining all the way down and not getting back up. Oh, yeah, that's such a good question because, um, like, we've all been there, you know. We, we're like, we can be doing so well and everything's going 
smooth and then suddenly it just dips. It takes like one incident to push you down. Um, so for me, like, I think one of the lessons is just accepting that the, the bad stuff, like the negative stuff will happen, of course. And then like once you accept it and know that you can just move forward from there. Like I used to be very stressed out by those those dips. They used to stress me out a lot, a lot. So I started to put more structure into my day. Like I just, I, I, I had to make timelines to do something. Waking up was a structure, going to bed every day at the same time was a structure, having breakfast, you know, lunch at the same time and just building like structure around you so that, you know, you can have freedom in the structure, but that's always there for you. So it kind of holds you steady when the times are tough because um, I just realized something was always going to be due, an assignment, a project, um, hanging with friends, family, they expect something from you. So I, I had to put down like clear structure for my day and then just working on weekdays only was super helpful for me. And batching all of my, my production type tasks together. So like maybe it would be like a Friday or a Thursday that I do batching content, stuff like that, and get that done. And then also recruiting people or getting help from people. So like I was using a lot of freelancers to um, help with some production, media production that I do. That was super helpful actually. And it just made me realize um, my mental health was constantly like up and down because I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. So I started to think about it like, okay, cool. The mental health issue is a, is a challenge for me. So how do I balance it out? I cannot do anything if my mental health is not in the right space. So I started to invest time and effort to build the systems and the structure so that no matter what happens, I could always predict to a reasonable level what was going to happen. So no matter how bad it gets, there's always your structure in place that was helpful. So like recruiting people to help me, using freelancers when I needed it, and then setting enough time to rest. So like weekends, I would just rest um, and use that time to just enjoy time with family and chill. That was super helpful. Like um, I used to be that person that used to always work Oh, long hours every day, like 18 hours a day. And I just felt like I felt bad when I didn't work. I felt like, oh, <laughs> everyone's going to overtake me and I'm not going to be as good. So once I let go of that feeling, I, I started to realize that, you know, tomorrow the work is still going to be there. But, you know, I could do it in a calm manner, in a calm way. And yeah, and then also meditation daily was a saving grace for me. It's something that I like, I do it every day because if I don't do it, it feels like something's missing in my day. No, you went through a lot of really good stuff. Like, you know, like, uh, of course, the structure part, you know, like uh, as creators, we have that foundation that you go back to uh, when you're going through certain things, you go through certain funk, you have that foundation to go back to and um you mentioned other things. It's, it's, you know, like that's the one thing I struggle with. Is it's like the if I don't do something today, somebody's gotta beat me in my 
realm of whatever it may be. Uh, and I maybe never will get there because I didn't do anything today. Kind of like you, you don't feel productive as you, if you don't do it every day. So that's a, yeah, that's a big thing for me. And I, I still, some days I'm just like, man, I didn't do anything, but it was well needed for you to not to do anything. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that, that that's part of the start. And the up and downs, like you mentioned, it's correct because like, we all, uh, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to feel the up and down and you beat yourself up on the down days. And what I've been doing recently is just really, what can I learn from this? Uh, it's okay. And it could be worse. Like your down days could be horrible. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's okay. A client no-showed or a cl- and somebody didn't call back or nobody answered your emails. You sent out tons of them or whatnot. Um, so I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know if that happened to you, but hopefully it doesn't. But it happens to everybody. Like stuff just doesn't go your way. Yeah, definitely. And- it, it doesn't go your way sometimes. Like like you said, I have like hundreds of examples of that. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is the big part. I know we're talking about creatives and like, I know for sure I take feedback to heart, right? Because you put so much work, you took, you put so much passion to it. And it's connected to uh, like an extension of you, um, mm-hmm. like your work. So uh, the feedback process is that that could be, you know, factor into the down days. But like, how do you handle your feedbacks? Uh, yeah, so I used to, I, I was really bad at taking feedback. <laughs> I would just pretend like everything was okay and then just like be annoyed behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> days, like uh, I see feedback as an opportunity. Um, but I also think some people don't have the right intent of giving feedback. So I, I take it with a pinch of salt. Some people say things just to say things, you know. And then it can mess up your whole day. So you have to like, I I always try to take it up intelligently. Like, okay, what are they saying? Let me filter this. Is it is it accurate? Is it true? And then if it's true and it's something I can fix, then I start to fix it like immediately. Um, I just, uh, I don't go and change everything. But like little by little, I add it on. Like, for example, someone was saying to me like, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone on my video, because sometimes I make videos, you know, for my um, Instagram page. And then, like, a, a good friend of mine was like, oh, my God, you seem so tired in your videos. Maybe you should, like, rest up a bit. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so rude. Why did he say that? Damn. damn. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. I am a little tired. I am rushing to make these videos. Mm-hmm. I was annoyed, yes, at first. But then I thought a little bit about it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, my energy is coming across a bit different. Um, and so they just genuinely care about how um, how I'm feeling when I'm making the videos. Then I could see like when I was uh, more energized and excited to make the videos, the videos looked much better. I could feel the energy. So like that feedback was really, really good, you know. Um, but then some other feedback where someone just gives you generalized information like uh you know sometimes you'll see like people giving you general information oh what does this mean i never understand anything <laughs> like anything is so general but if people give you more specific information then it's easy to change it so yeah i've learned over time just to take feedback gently and to just filter it accordingly because if you if you get feedback often and you let it get to your heart, it can really bring you down, you know? I don't know if you guys feel that way. Like, 
feedback comes to you and it's you're unable to do anything for the rest of the day it just slows you down because you feel like they are criticizing your life's work the work that you put in the effort but also like some of the feedback comes in with like no engagement you know i think that's also yeah. feedback like you can put yeah. a lot of work into like your business but then no feedback comes through and you're like oh man what am i doing wrong what do i need to do <laughs> mhm and like yeah, i was definitely just taking yeah. that with a grain of salt like you said earlier because i think for me i think when i was younger i think i took even sometimes still now i don't take feedback very well but i think slowly it's more cuz especially like i tried to adapt this from i rock climb a lot so i adapted this from just rock climbers they will genuinely tell you and sometimes i'll take it like wait you're trying to fix me the way i do something but i think now the mindset that i try to do is try to think of it in a positive way first and analyze it and then if it's negative try not to <laughs> to think about it too much because i think a lot of times we automatically switch back as like a kind of connotation which i think that's why we get so frustrated and it bugs us the whole day and so as i for me at least i always try to switch it back and be like okay they're trying to tell me something let's look at it in a positive way am i doing something wrong or how can i fix it why instead of saying like oh why did they say that to me in a way and now you had you you had something to tread like i know for both of us we've talked about this before with like feedback and stuff no yeah feedback's tough like it's i i take it personal like you know like the uh and like all of us we get better as we like mm. improve and learn from it and as we receive more and more feedback and and they some does frustrate you like unsolicited feedback right like it, i'm not asking for anything but don't just give feedback just so you can feel included into the conversation but like if you don't have nothing to say then so don't say it but like they try to come up with something to give you feedback and uh i'm sure we encountered this too when somebody give feedback it's kind of cuz they don't feel like they're doing well so they want to make others feel like they're not doing well either so they give it in a quote unquote feedback kind of tone so that that's uh, it, it all comes down to delivery and your intention behind it like you mentioned a million like what's the intention like are you trying to help me or you just mm-hmm. really you, you want me to feel just how you feel with certain things like it's um don't push people down like lift them up so it's the feedback is supposed to you know for us both to rise up together uh, it's not absolutely. meant to like let me just give feedback to you just so i can be included or let me just screw you up real quick cuz you're doing so well that's the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the reason for it. I think you hit it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying I agree. No, no, go ahead, Amelia. Uh, I was just saying, like, I was reading this book by um, I think it's Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, right? He's the basketball player. Um, yeah. He was, yeah. 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 So he has this book called The Mamba Mentality. So. Oh like, yeah! Nice. <laughs> like um feedback and how he sometimes gives feedback and sometimes um the players on the team don't like it cuz it's feedback they don't want to hear but then they come back to him like you know 5 years later and they're like wow I'm so happy that you shared that feedback and so he was talking about how feedback should not be just given just for the sake of giving feedback 
you should give it to help people. You should see something and say, okay, this can help this person. So let me give them this feedback, even if it's tough to give the feedback and make them yeah. understand why you're giving the feedback. Great point on that why. And especially for a guy, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, but uh, he, feedback from him, you had to be open ears. You're like, man, this is one of the, one of the greats. He's telling me how I can get better. So I would open ears mm -hmm. to that. I wouldn't be like, no, stop it, Kobe. Don't tell me what to do. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be that. Yeah. I mean, you know, intimidating guy. So I think probably like the tone comes out like as if, that too. if it's that too. not like nice, you know, but in a way he has like good intentions. But I think it's also like, I think you hit it on the spot. I was going to say earlier, Tret, that like, just depending on like the phrasing you use too, I think it's so important. The, like, the way you say it, the tone and everything really helps and contributes to everything too. Yeah, that's like goes into we we all own businesses and what we do and mm -hmm. how we um, how we communicate with others and sometimes you know that thing gets lost. Like you you get caught up mm -hmm. in like telling people what to do or I I don't I don't really tell anybody what to do because yeah just me <laughs> but it's kind of like that uh, you have to. Other business owners we work with, I'm sure all of them get into the habit because I own the business. I'm going to tell you what to do and mm -hmm. feedback. I, I can give it to you any way I would like. You have to take it. But, you know, tone, verbiage goes right into that. I've seen feedback go sideways and they quit because if it's it wasn't delivered correctly. It's so true. Oh, yeah. I've seen it so many times like. I just, it took me a while to realize that uh, feedback is not supposed to be given in that way, you know. When you work in an environment that's very toxic and like people just give you very direct feedback, it can actually be very um, derailing, demotivating. So moving from that space to a place where you get feedback that is growth focused and not insidious, you know, like as a way to grow you. It's so cool. It's so different. And you know what? It makes you want to give that type of feedback to other people. And so like I often work with uh, other freelancers and like because I need to get some work done from them. And I've learned to communicate with them like in a way that is respectful. And if something is not done right, then you can always point it out. But also like tell them that, you know, it's just this part of the work that's not done right. But everything else was so great and so perfect and they're doing a good job. And they really appreciate mm -hmm. that. It's not like you're telling them that they, they're they terrible. You're just saying this part needs some work. Let's fix it and then it's done. So like I think people appreciate that. I, I guess I appreciate that when people yeah. can give me some feedback and then also just give that why and then end it off with something good you know we never want to <laughs> yes <Yeah>. bad feeling <laughs> <laughs> because you, you never want to talk to that person in regards of feedback again you won't ask that person again because mm -hmm. and yet that person ended in a bad way i don't know if i want to feel like that after yeah uh, exactly. Mm -hmm. I, you know what? i was never good at giving feedback because i would spot something like that's wrong and then i would just avoid yeah. the Completely because I didn't oh, okay. want to 
hurt the person's feeling or yeah. like something that would make them cry or be upset. So mm-hmm. I would just hold off on the feedback until like the last moment. And then eventually my delivery would be so terrible, just shockingly bad. And they would feel bad anyway. So um, <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> to give feedback on time so you can be well thought out and like not rush it and just listen to the person. I guess, you know, when you're new uh, to giving feedback, it can be very scary because <laughs> you're yeah, not sure. So true. Take it. <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah. I think um, it's, it's really important. But yeah. There's also it blank, is, it blank feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, such as like, uh, I had a friend when he was asking regarding his dance, like to a judge, like, why, why didn't I make it? Or how can I make it next time into the, the battle or the competition? All he said was like, hey, you need to have fun or you need to go watch the band play. And he's like, I, I don't get it. What are you talking about? He's like, all right, that's it. They're like, so like they're he cut him off. So blank feedback is like just really broad. Like, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Uh, what the guy is trying to say is like, have fun, like enjoy the music while you dance, not just to hit all the beats, but enjoy the music, show that in your dance. He could have said that. And watching a band, understand how the band plays and how they feel the music. That's how you should what you should watch for. Not yeah, go watch a band. Okay, let me turn on a band. Let me watch them real quick. Okay, cool. So that blank feedback is part of it too. But that's my thing. But Peter, you have you have something? Oh, no, I was, I was gonna say everything that we're we're talking about just get it reminds me of a lot of like it's kind of off topic, but not really. It's like just compassion, right? Compassion and also just you know how that correlates with happiness. Because I am gonna post earlier that you posted on creative mind habits a long time ago about the correlation of just compassion and, and being happy like you think in a way you know if we're compassionate well being genuinely compassionate because i know some people take nowadays take compassion as oh i'll give so i can receive happiness what is your take on it Ah, uh, yeah yeah like i i agree with you you know we're moving into like we're talking about feedback but also links to like happiness and compassion and how much we care for people. So I really think so. I think like I was thinking, I know the post you mentioned because I was doing some research on forgiveness and um, I, I read a study that people who forgive uh, others are more prone to be happier. They experience more happiness in their lives. And then I also learned about compassion and how compassion for people, because if you forgive someone, you're more compassionate to them. So often when we are giving feedback, sometimes we hold grudges. We don't really know we hold grudges. So we kind of like hold grudges against people, especially if they haven't done something right. So instead of like um, giving them feedback or compassion for that situation, you start to hold that grudge over them, like they did something wrong, so they must be bad but you don't have any compassion for their situation and you don't think that you think that you would never make that mistake but we forget that we could make that mistake and we were once that person who did what they what they're doing now so so important the topic of compassion because we forget that other people are human too and when we're giving feedback it can kind of evade us so i i'm always like nervous to give feedback in that way because i'm scared that we 
we lose our compassion a lot. So I'm really attached to that topic because um, like in one stage, I, I was just, you know, when you become so productive, you just want to be efficient. You kind of lose the compassion for people. That, that feeling Very from the true. heart, we're all, we're all in this together, you know. At the end of the day, mm. we're all on this plane for the same thing. And if there's no love, then it's just like we all start to start to hate and there's envy, there's distrust. But if we bring it all back to love and compassion, it just makes sense in that way. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Like, that's such a good point. Uh, I'm not sure about you guys. What do you view compassion as? It's a great thing that you talk about forgiveness. Uh, I'll admit, I hold grudges on certain things. It's like there's certain people that <laughs> went through. Like, there's part of my life that I was like, wow, man. I I don't know if I can I could ever, like, go to that forgiveness part. But I I really get I, and I really understand where you're coming at because it's, you know, you have to let yourself free in that sense, quote unquote free, because you're holding that against and it's stopping you from doing what you need to do and who you really are. And I read this book. We mentioned before, like the uh, happiness advantage. It, it's pretty much the whole thing is like you have to be happy before you are successful. And for years, I thought it was all all the way around. I have to get success before I can be just happy. But um, as we're going through this route and going through going through all the mental health stuff, it's like you have to be happy where you're at, and everything will come. It, it just has to be very patient. Mm-hmm. And and That's you know, really like true. I had a great conversation with our friend uh, DJ, oh, DJ CJ, but he's a DJ. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, he's on past <laughs> episodes, uh, and we're, you know, we're just like when we're in this field, we we're always competitive, right? As in, like I, I really want to. When you come up from a competitive nature, you always want to be the best or want to keep going. But learning mm-hmm. to celebrate other success—that's uh, a big part of compassion for me. It's just learning to, you know, be happy for others, really, like celebrate them, yeah. even though you're struggling yourself. And I think that's like the greatest form because, and greatest form of strength too, because it, you're struggling, but you're celebrating somebody that's being successful, even though mm-hmm. you're just you don't have a dime in your pocket or whatnot. And I, I respect that yeah. so much from others, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm working on growing to that level. I celebrate others too, but at the same time, I'm still kind of competitive, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, and it's not wrong to be competitive. I think for me, I think you brought up a good point. It's you know, it's not wrong to be competitive. It's perfectly fine to be competitive, and but at the same time, I think for me at least, compassion is. I think we kind of touched on this point. Compassion is just giving without asking anything in return, right? Because I think everybody is like, oh, well, I liked. I mean, in our world, society now, especially social media, is kind of like ingrained this into us. Like, okay, if I give you a like, you have to give me a like. If I comment, you have to comment. So it's not really compassionate anymore to me, anyway. You have to genuinely give that compassion. If you do, you know, genuinely give it, Give it without asking anything back. You know, that touch good for me. I'm very, very competitive. But if I see someone else who's competitive or doing successful, I'll be like, that's awesome. Work on that. And I won't, I'm going to be there to support you if I can. And that's it. And 
genuinely there to support them, celebrate them. I'm not there because, oh, I'm here to celebrate because in the future you might come to my event too. I think if we're able to get out that mentality, we'll be a happier. Like just genuinely being happy of like, okay, I'm happy just seeing others being successful. Like, okay, where can I improve to get to that level in my own field, in my own way? And then from there, I think genuinely it's more of like a positive way of growing. That's a great point. Like, you know, like being competitive mm-hmm. is not really a bad thing. It's just it's a, you exactly. know, if if you're seeing as how I can make myself better by competing in that sense, not, mm-hmm. oh, man, I hate you. I'm going to try to wish you bad so I can beat you. That's not exactly. the right sense. Right. Like, how can we both get better together? Exactly. exactly. It's like, okay, like, how, how can we work together? Yeah, exactly. It's it's. I think it helps you. It pushes you, but it's not for your mental health. I think comparing yourself to other people, it just pulls you down. You know, like I think you're right. What you said about social media. You know, there's just the platforms were designed to keep people on there as long as possible, and they use like uh, the social relationship with each other to like for like, comment for comment, but I think at the end of the day, like we have to, we have to do things because we want to do it and be compassionate to people and care about them without expecting something in return, which is hard to do. We're all human. We all like, we have that inside of us, that, that feeling, I did something for you. You should do something for me. I'm waiting for that to happen. So we have to unlearn all of those bad habits, you know, in a way. And I was, um, like, I was reading a lot about the internet, like, 2.0, which is, like, uh, social media. And I think, like, a lot of it is designed where creators or people, creators are creating and the platforms are advertising and making a lot of money. And so it almost feels like creators are overworking themselves to create this income on these platforms. And then they don't really get much kickback. Like, it's almost like, they're creating 100% of the content and they're only getting 10% of the revenue, for example, YouTube and stuff like that. And then, like, I think the future is now where um, everybody creates together on, you know, a, a community platform and they can they get all of the earnings of what they, they create. So I think in that way, it's not just like a monopoly where Facebook and YouTube earns all this income and it creates this work ethic from creators who are creating all this content, but they're not getting paid in the same ratio. So, like, I think that really contributes to people's mental health right now is that a lot of platforms are they're using monetization and advertising to create incomes for themselves, which is huge, but the creators are not getting that same amount of income even though they're doing all of it yeah, absolutely i was it's just like all of this monetization that social pressure you know like every yeah, there's like pressure from every angle hitting you and sometimes i think we mentioned in this or we kind of talked before this recording i think we were talking about simone biles right we were talking about how everything's hitting her and she would take a step back and make new you know what i'm not going to compete this this round or like for the section and and like you put all this work in i've been supporting you 
I've been doing this for you. Why, why are you taking a step back? Oh, you can't do that because of like your presence in the world. Everybody knows you, but the athlete was like, no, um, she's, she said, I'm going to take this step back because I need this for myself, mental, mental health wise. And it's hard. Really, it's super hard. And I think like, it's, you know, it's a different conversation now than it was three years ago. I feel that the mental health platform, because of many famous people have been put on the stage and people People have now started to look at at mental health as a very important topic in society. I think previously it used to be considered something like, oh, just get over it. It's just, you know, what are you, are you stressed? Just get over it, you know, just keep working. But I think work cultures cannot exist like this anymore. I don't think it's it's really going to be healthy for people to live in that same way. So it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to rest. It's okay to not perform from time to time you're not a machine you're a human being and i'm i'm just feeling a, a lot of the like society has a lot of expectations if you want to be successful they're saying you have to put the work in but you can always choose it's your business it's your brand it's your thing you don't have to succumb to society's expectations and i'm so happy for simone like that was so cool i i saw it and i immediately thought yeah that's so cool we need a good example of a person who is doing well as a celebrity and showing people you can you can take a break. And I hope we all can start to take breaks because of that. Yeah, no, it, it was, uh, you, you know, when uh, she announced it, it, you know, our phones got alerted because um, I just followed the, just following the Olympics and just other sports stuff. And it was like someone Biles, um, took a break or stepped out due to mental health. Uh, I didn't, I didn't look into it because I know there's always two sides, right? That one side is like, why, why I hate you and all this negative stuff. And then the, the other side was like the positive, which I've seen most of from luckily from all the people I follow on Instagram. So I applaud them and I don't think I would follow somebody that was negative towards that anyway, but I'm glad everybody there, uh, was voicing their support. Uh, cause it, it does sound like she stepped out that takes strength. That's first of all takes strength. Like you, that's massive amount of strength it, to be able to like on the highest level, to and the highest publicity too as well for everybody to see to step back and be like I need a break because I'm dealing with these things. Uh, you know we don't like to admit like we were dealing with these things. We just you know put our head down and keep working and that's part of a. Uh, my family's refugees, so when my parents came over, they just put their head down and kept working. So I think we try to keep the same thing alive and we feel like we're not doing them justice if we oh man i'm tired today i'm gonna take a break like sometimes we don't want to do that uh but you know times change a lot of things change Uh, you know we're a lot of things change uh of course last year it's a great example of how things can change real quickly so uh taking care of yourself right like a lot of people did get let go from their jobs that they're secure job that they had for years and got let go and yeah we just have to be prepared like anything can happen and mental health is one of those and you know um yeah we applaud her absolutely we definitely support mental health and that's why we're here today talking about it too because we all deal with mm-hmm. things differently and peter and i i think for our audience who's mm-hmm. hanging out with us like mm-hmm. how do we deal with mental health like I, we'll just open up that way like how do you personally deal with that 
Ah, yeah, that's such mm-hmm. a good question. I think we all deal with it differently. So what I do probably will not work for others, but it could give them some inspiration that maybe they could use. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like when I'm I'm feeling a little like my 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 mental health is not great. I always check my stress levels. Like how many things do I have going? You know, I know I have a lot on my plate. So I have to always double check. Like, is everything scheduled? Do I know what I need to do? And then also, like, do I look at uh, how much time I'm putting in? Like, am I spending all day doing something um, that's not going to add a lot of value? Then I just, I, I scratch it off my schedule. For me, I think, like if I waste time on unnecessary things, it really messes with my my mental health actually. Because I feel like everything is just on my head. <laughs> so when I just stop and slow it down and I see what's necessary, what's unnecessary, and if it's unnecessary, I just remove it. And you know what? Once I started to do that, I just found so much time to do things that I really like. Like I was spending hours on Instagram, hours and hours and hours. But I found like I was not getting the same amount of value from that so i decided to limit my time on instagram because i feel like it really takes your your attention and it it really forces you to like just be in that liking cycle the dopamine cycle hitting likes 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 and then it like really depletes that so that has been one of the like helpers for me like i spend maximum two hours on instagram a day that's been good um, but also like, you know, what's also helped me a lot is, um, just limiting my time on mo- all the social media platforms. Like I deleted you- Facebook from my phone and also I don't use it unless it's on my laptop. YouTube, I, I mostly use it only for education or tutorials instead of watching like, you know, streams of videos, Netflix, I used to spend hours on it and like that was not helpful at all. So I think like just taking a detox from that and seeing what's really important and has been helpful to me. I think that also, like I mentioned it earlier as well, like exercising a lot. Like you don't, you think you don't need it and that, but it actually is kind of a form of self-care. Like just exercising can help you reframe your thought patterns, even doing like a 15 minute run or even at home, you can just do a couple of push-ups or press-ups and it's really helpful so that's personally that's what I do I know it's so simple simple stuff but it's been very helpful that's really awesome yeah I know for for me you touched on that I exercise probably way too much (laughs) but I'd say the biggest thing is yeah you you touched on it I think you just have to schedule that time for yourself to just do something for yourself for me out time to rock climb because that makes me happy or work out that makes me happy and if that's a scheduled time i'll still respond to whoever messages me don't get me wrong but in during that time if someone's saying like hey you got to give up that time to go do this and like no i'm not going to compromise my my time where i'm actually trying to focus on there in the moment and being happy or like focus on what i need to do important for me is you know, like if you make a happy time for yourself, don't schedule for, even if it's an hour to like two hours. If this is your time to whatever you decide to like, hey, this is my time 
and don't let anybody say like, oh, you have to cancel that because I need you to do this thing. No, take the step back, set your foot down. Like, hey, this is my my time. Take that step back, and you'll find yourself a, little, a lot happier too. I'm always giving to people, but I realize I drain myself way too much because I'm always, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll reschedule that for you, or I'll do this for you, but I forget about myself. So you know, sometimes it's, I, in quote, being selfish, but I don't think it's selfish at all, to be honest, because long run wise, mentally, it helps you a lot. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. What about you, Dred? No, it, yeah, it, exercising is huge. Like, oh, whatever you can do in your time, even 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I do 10 minutes in the morning of either yoga or some kind of workouts. Just, you know, get that going for you. Uh, and my biggest part is like, of course, this is communication, but I talk to others about it. Either it's just my wife or yes. to Peter or our friend CJ or just a- anybody. Like, we, we can... Like a, you know, a 30 minute coffee talk or sitting down with somebody and just chatting with them for 30 minutes about what's going on. I, that's like takes weeks off your minds. Like you, mm-hmm. you just feel a lot better, you know, and being honest when you do bring up those conversations, right? Not just like, oh, I'm just tired. Okay. Why are you tired? I'm just tired. No, there you're tired for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like let's, uh, and that, that's the part like I, uh, like. Uh, Peter and I will talk about it, or my wife and I will talk about it. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, what's really going on? And I would just mm-hmm. lay it all out. And sometimes it's you do feel like you're you're being insecure or whatnot or what whatever's going on, but you have to be honest about it, and you just feel a lot better. And that's how I kind of deal with it because I know when I have my down days, I definitely voice it. Now, uh, when I have my up days, I still mm-hmm. voice it. I celebrate your small wins. And that's the other part of mental yeah, health. It, 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 what, whatever it is, you got 20 bucks for something. Yeah, I, I got, yeah, we got what, 60 bucks yesterday for selling stuff that we don't need on Marketplace on Facebook. <laughs> well, we're like, we're like oh, let's celebrate this. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. uh, you know, like we, of course, 60 bucks will fly by, but it's not a, a lot mm-hmm. to maintain a uh, lifestyle, uh, but it's a small win. And little things like that mm-hmm. would definitely help along with the exercise, along with it everything that you all said that it's we yeah. however our audience want to take it or who they can relate to or you can take pieces from peter amelia and myself and put it all together if that works for you so this is no thank you for sharing guys no thank you for that and i know everybody's no. got to find it helpful of course yeah. super helpful yeah. i also want to mention one more thing like i recently started a journaling habit so ah there like, you go i i feel like journaling is so underrated I usually before bed, like I'll journal for 10 minutes and uh, like I I noticed like you have to do a bullet journal so you can write uh, what's today, what worked well, what didn't work well, what are some things you're proud of and what's tomorrow. So like just writing in your journal every day, you can see how your thoughts are tracking. Some days it's good, some days it's not good, but you can see your progress that you're making. So, ah, like, okay. especially with your notable things, notable achievements, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. today I my assignment in like, you know, a day, it's done. You feel so good about that. And then you can also put like stuff you're working on. I need to study maybe two hours extra every day. 
and then you can write that down and then you're more aware of it. So it might not be like tomorrow that you increase the time, but over the next two weeks, you start to think about how to improve it. So like that's been super helpful. Um, it's only like wow. 10 minutes, but it can make a big difference, a big difference. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, I do journaling too, I, but instead I write poems in like a little book. I just keep, I always just write, write, write. Whenever I feel like my mind needs to like de-stress or something, or if I'm something's on my head, I'll turn it into a poem or something like that. Yeah, so that's, I, I do recommend journaling or creative writing really helps too. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Cool. <laughs> Poetry. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> I like that. Peter has his poetry. I just, uh, I have my spreadsheet. And I go <laughs> there through. You go. <laughs> I just go through things and it's just like, oh, okay, I'm actually doing not too bad. Uh, mm -hmm. Different ways, mm -hmm. right? Different ways of how we all exactly. approach. <laughs> like yeah. we said, it's all different. Then, it's all different. Yeah. And, and as we said before, take Take the pieces that are helpful to you. Not helpful, or you can just put put aside, and maybe in the future it'll be helpful for you. Whichever piece works for you, incorporate it. For everybody that's hanging out with us, like if you need more, um, how can you reach out to us? You ask Amelia. How how do people reach out to you? Uh, yeah, you can just visit us at Creative Mind Habits, um, and or you can email me at Amelia at CreativeMindHabits.com simple as that there you go and for everybody that's listening make sure to hit that subscribe button to, so that way you can keep up to date on our episodes and reach out to us on hangout talks on instagram it's just at hangout talks individually you can reach out to us too as well if you like our tips and mine is at tret communication mine's at peter underscore the student marketer and thank you so much for hanging out with us and amelia for coming back after three seasons went by three wow. seasons it's been amazing. <laughs> Such a long time. Yeah, it's really great to catch up with you. And it's a good topic that we're talking about too, mental health. Hopefully it calms your mind a little bit and then gives you good rest and good sleep tonight. Oh, oh yeah. It's here in Korea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need that. I mean, it's I morning for us. So it'll be a good positive morning mindset for us. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I hope you guys take it easy. And yeah, it's been real. Thank you. It's been an awesome chat. Thank awesome. you and so much. Good night to you, Amelia, and uh, good morning to you, Peter. And mm -hmm. there we go. That's good how we do it here. <laughs> good hangout. <laughs> good hangout. <laughs> good See everybody job. very soon. And Amelia, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. You know, we always do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>